Have you heard the news today? The world's become a better place. I wonder how. And everybody sings in peace. There's only one thing that we need. It's unapologetic. Hello, welcome back to Unapologetic, the sociology podcast by SEC. I'm Andrew. Um, and for today's episode, I'm just going to say that I am a Capricorn. Yeah, and I'm Anna, um, and I'm an Aries, but yeah, we'll discuss that later. Before we start, though, I'm going to go ahead with the same old disclaimers that we always do. First of all, we are just students researching these topics, so please don't take it as any academic um, source. <laughs> Second of all, um, we're not meaning to speak for any particular groups so this is just our own research um yeah Yeah. be critical about it that's all and just have fun you know exactly so well i guess you might have guessed because we started with our uh, zodiac signs but today we're gonna be talking about astrology i'm very excited about it honestly i'm really excited too because i get to see memes and i'm happy yeah, when you use memes for research, you know, that's great. <laughs> it's a win-win. Exactly. Um, but before that, we thought it was important to go a little bit back into the history of astrology because I really didn't know anything about it. And our wonderful researchers, shout out to Claire and Miki, <laughs> uh, gave us a bit more of a background on this. And the astrology that we all know, so these like 12, yeah, 12, right? <laughs> yeah, that's 12. Well... <laughs> Apparently, that's 13, but we all know that that's 12, that's 12. Yeah, we're going to go with the 12 ones. Um, so those 12 signs, they come from Mesopotamian astrology. Um, and then, like, you know, this was long ago. It moved around a bit. It came to India, then to Greece. Um, different civilizations used it in different ways. Uh, but the version, kind of, that we use right now, um, based on the stars and, like, making predictions around the stars and uh, when they were, wh- where they were when you were born. Uh, that comes from the Greek version. Yeah, the Greek. The Greek do everything right, which is really interesting. Yeah, it really is. Um, another interesting thing is that it, a very, it is a very geocentric um, theory, if hmm. you want to call it that way, uh, because it placed all stars you know around the earth uh so that also tells us you know how old it is because it comes from the times where yeah we used to believe that the earth was at the center of the yeah, universe it was well it was created during the babylonian era so let's say babylon um and yeah it was it's very we don't say old but it's ancient you know yeah i think that's that's pretty accurate but there's this really important, like, this fact, to be honest, like, it really blew my mind that, like, the kind of horoscope that we do today, that's, like, you know, on the newspapers and, or on apps, because, honestly, I have an app for my horoscope. I don't check the newspaper for it. Uh, that kind of, like, version of it came about in the 1930s when um, it was first published as a newspaper column in England. This was by um, an astrologer who was very much in contact with celebrities at the mm. time. So he would have read uh, Winston Churchill's poem or Mark Twain's poem. And they published 
if I'm not mistaken, it was Princess Margaret's uh, chart uh, in the newspaper. And so people started relating to this in a more like consumable yeah. way. So they would read about these celebrities um, sign. Yeah, Horoscope Horizon. <laughs> Their Horizons. Horoscopes. Um, exactly. So at the beginning, it was more about like celebrities' horoscopes and people would read about that. Mm. But then it became, uh, it was extremely popular. Yeah, like a cultural phenomenon. Like, you, we, I, I don't want to, we don't want to bash the United States, but if you were to go there, especially in Hollywood, it's kind of like, it's like in your birth chart, you know, uh, your birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you're a Virgo. Ooh. But I think it's not only in the United States. Like, when I came to Amsterdam, I found that a lot that our... Even if you listen to our previous episode on dating apps, we find that a lot in like dating apps as well. Like people put their horoscope yeah. there. I mean, that's hor- like they're so excited. Yeah, it's like and... a little option to have, and it's very. It's a lot more serious. I realize, like, it's it it is in a lot of places where you might yeah. not have expected it. So another point that's really interesting is that historically, there's not a lot of evidence, so there's not. It's not really good. It's not good news, I mean, for the scientific validity of astrology, you know, because there's been many times where they've tried saying astrology is something good, it's something, you know, real, but in fact that it didn't really happen. And we can see this in the 1985 study um, from Dr. Sean Carlson of the University of California. Um, they, with the physics department, they found that seasoned astrologers were unable to match individual star charts with the results of a personality test. So it's it's not for, we can see with actual data that it's not something you can correlate to real life, basically, you know? There was also another experiment in which um, they took, they, they started tracking the lives of 2,000 subjects that were born within minutes of each other. And turns out they all had very different characteristics and, uh, they didn't really have the same lifestyle. And I think, technically, if uh, if it was uh, up to astrology, they would have had the same lives, life events happening to them. Um, but even with these studies, a lot of astrologers still say that, um, yeah, astrology can't be tested with empirical data and it kind of goes beyond and it's more complicated. Mm. So, yeah, that's something to take into account, I guess. But that's really scary. Like, imagine your life being tracked for 2,000 years. Uh, not 2,000 nope. years, <laughs> 2,000 people. Imagine. You basically got a stalker on your back. Yeah. I would not like that. No. <laughs> no. But it's in the greater name for the, yeah, in the name of science, you know, that you're doing it. I mean, if it benefits um, the Capricorns, um, then I am willing to sacrifice <laughs> other people, but not myself. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, By the way, we're wanted to just say that this, I mean, as we explained at the beginning, this is only the zodiac and the hor- uh, horoscope and astrology of, like, this Babylonian version yeah. uh, that uh, originated in Mesopotamia, because there are other horoscopes, like the Chinese horoscope is also pretty well known. Um, there is, uh, I think, Egyptian. There's Egyptian, there's also Nordic ones. So if you really think about in terms of other cultures, there are many, many. It's just that we are looking at the Eurocentric one, sadly. But it's, yeah, it just consists of the ones that are very popular in the Western culture. It's just because 
it, we don't think it makes sense for us to talk about something that we don't know about and yeah. because this form of astrology is so present in our lives it is relevant for us to yeah. look into this particular one and also just a quick thing especially with the chinese zodiac it's taken a lot more seriously in like asian culture specifically because i remember there's like a certain year where people did not want their children to be born in mm. is it's, it's taken to that kind of seriousness compared to here it's more it is serious but it's a lot like downgraded and more very yeah, like I, consumer based i do know people that didn't want their children to be born in a certain month because they didn't want them to be a certain sign but i also know they were saying that jokingly yeah. so I, I i do agree with you that like other horoscopes are taken in many different ways in yeah. other cultures Yeah, so we covered a bit of the history of astrology, what kind of astrology we're talking about. And now we wanted to go into the more sociological part. And when we were brainstorming with the unapologetic group, um, we thought that it could relate to the idea of religion. Um, maybe do you want to read this definition we found of religion? Ooh, so the definition comes from the swan, from the chapter six of what people believe, know and think. And it goes with religion is a system of belief and practices that relate to questions about life, the origin of the world and humanity. So central religions are rituals and ceremonies. So religion gives social order and meaning. Exactly. So this is just one definition of religion. Um, we thought that it doesn't perfectly fit astrology just because I don't think astrology really gives or, or there are any rituals and ceremonies uh, attached to astrology, yeah. other than maybe checking your horoscope every day. Yeah, and also with religion, it also has the quality of scapegoating sometimes. Whereas mm. nowadays, the westernized version of this, of the Zodiacs, we don't really have that scapegoat anymore, per se, in such a large amount as we kind of do take Zodiacs, like the majority, I would say, don't take it as seriously. It's more of like, you know, like a Harry Potter house, you know, like, Am I a Gryffindor or am I like a Slither bitch? Uh, <laughs> Slytherin, sorry. <laughs> exactly. So it is a very um, different approach to it. Um, but a reason why, I mean, there are certain aspects of it that this do still match with astrology. So for instance, the idea of a system of belief and um, questions of life Um Maybe even a social order. I know a lot of people taking compatibility tests with uh, their significant other. Um, so, you know, you do put people in categories based on their um, zodiac sign mm. sometimes. So that does speak of some form of social ordering. Um, but I think actually like the main reason why we linked astrology and religion is because We've seen in past um, years a certain trend to, and also in, in, in sociology there was a lot of research on the decrease of um, religiosity in the world, but actually a very, uh, well, Eurocentric trend. Uh, the fact that like religiosity is decreasing in this continent doesn't mean it's happening all around the world. And in fact, they have a very clear example in Brazil, the amount of um Catholic uh, believers is really decreasing, but in contrast, um, the people yeah. that are getting into the evangelist church 
are uh, increasing and there's a prediction that by 2032 they will uh, surpass the Catholic um, believers, which is mm. amazing because Brazil is a very big Catholic country right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like religion is decreasing in some parts of the world, but I think that is what led us to think like, does that mean that people are believing in astrology yeah. instead of in religion right now? We're not the first people to think about it, though. There have been papers re- <laughs> written about it. And for the gays that are listening to this, because we all know the gays love astrology, um, when we say evangelist, we mean the religion, not the house of evangelista. So just putting that out there as there was some confusion in the meeting, allegedly. There was some confusion in the meeting, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, so in this research of... Um, the decrease of religiosity, there are, um, well, Hodman and Massini in 2002, uh, they wrote about why do churches empty while the new age grows? And they had two explanations, but I'm just going to focus on one of them, which is the one, the thesis of individualism. And this idea is that we're becoming increasingly more individualized and we do make sense of um, the world in like a very like I don't know like unipersonal way yeah and this doesn't really match with uh, for instance Christian values and I mean to bounce off of that um, we can see this why the zodiacs are so popular then you know why it's so personal why we can literally see it on a tinder profile you know or we can literally one of the first conversation openers is What's your zodiac? What's your moon sign? So that's really mm. cool. And you also like, I mean, personally, I know most of the zo- uh, of my own uh, sign. So it is very personal in the sense that like you are very focused on yourself and your own sign and your own characteristics yeah. rather than like, you know, bringing meaning to the yeah. whole world. And I think this is what kind of like the new ages are. They kind of reject the external authority and traditions of you know religion and they kind of take the self-worth and this is honestly really perfect as if you're listening to this do you know any other zodiac and what they like what they represent other than yours that you have you know i have no idea what the others are i just know capricorn yeah i just know that cancer people cry a lot and that's just because my sister is a cancer and i just know the gemini people are two-faced except for my boyfriend but you know (laughs) fair enough so I think this one particular thesis on individualism does kind of fit this idea that, uh, that it would like make sense why people are taking more onto yeah, astrology than other religions. So what we in popular culture know as astrology is also called the sun sign astrology, you know. So it's the version of astrology that's more accessible and appeal to the public because, you know, it just it allows people like us, you know, to get to know a bit more self-knowledge, you know. But again, this version of astrology is very critiqued because we are ignoring the complexity and the practices of the belief, you know, because, again, it was based in religion and we've taken it out of context and put it more in like this pop culture, like, very like ah, funny funny thing you know but it's very yeah and it's very easy to 
kind of learn on your own. Like you don't need an astrologer to go and read your chart. You can just go online. You can just listen to a podcast about, um, yeah, how the whole sun, moon, and ascendant part works. I, I have no idea. I don't know why you're looking at me when you say that. <laughs> I don't know because you're the only person to look at. But I, I also, I'm like, I. I listen to a podcast to learn about this, you know, and before with other religions, uh, you needed like the priest or you needed a certain uh, figure of authority to yeah. kind of guide you through this. And right now you can, it's, you can do it's, this everything from your phone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it is a very much like, mm, I don't know, simpler and, more easily consumable version. Yeah, it's um, it's very feeding into like the whole thing of rejecting, like society in a way. Because a bit off topic, but you're basically when you learn astrology, you actually I'm just going off topic. Cut that part. I'm just talking right now, Maya. Please. Um, so so this is also a critique from people that are also more in the actual field of astrology that what people consuming pop culture it's a very like watered down version um which i thought was really interesting because i thought this was astrology and that's it but there are a lot more nuances that we're forgetting when we just go on costar mm-hmm. and read our daily uh yeah horoscope um and this relates also to some ethnographic work that uh susanna crockford did in 2018 uh, she spent two years um, doing observation fieldwork in northern Arizona to uh, understand how astrology continues to be relevant um, and a useful practice for Americans, despite it has an, it has like a wide rejection by political and scientific authorities. So what she found out was that there is this like switch between uh, from from a form of a, um, astrology that was about institutional divination for political and religious matters of state so the more like older version of astrology that might have been about finding like your life path and using that for your big life decisions to um uh, an astrology that's more about divination of personal matters and of self and uh yeah like your own identity but it's not something that's like recognized by like a lot of authoritarian like people you know because it's not like i can't be like oh i want to be president i'm a capricorn you know it's kind of like it's got this nuanced like social view that's kind of like not taboo but it is definitely like not taken very seriously yeah it's definitely not something that's like present in any like i don't know institution yeah. Like, we see astrology on Tinder profiles, but that doesn't mean that, like, people are taking it seriously. Yeah. Um, and as I was saying before, like, I know people that, like, don't want their kids to be born in a certain month so that they're not a certain sign, but they don't really say it uh, seriously. Yeah, and even then, I I hardly believe someone would, you know, stop a birth for for the child not become a Pisces, you know? <laughs> it, it, I feel it's 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 this very like I feel like it's got this it's like as serious as memes nowadays, you know where it's like it's funny, but you don't take it very seriously because it's been introduced as a non-serious topic. Hence, with the celebrity thing, it was more a form of gossip 
rather than a form of knowledge which kind of dictated its path. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I think while we started thinking that astrology might be related to religion and something that you believe in and you're actually like guiding your um, life uh, course with, uh, we kind of started realizing that it's more of a way to relate to others. Yeah. And it does uh, give you information, quote unquote, on other people. Uh, I We did a few polls on the unapologetic Instagram. Very juicy, by the way. Mm-hmm. We got really interesting results. A lot of gossip, allegedly. Uh-huh. Actually, there was none, though. There was one, there was one. Oh, what? oh yeah, there was. Oh, I heard well, heartbreak was involved. Yeah, lots of manipulation and heartbreak. But the point was that uh, there was someone that said that even though they don't believe in the Zodiac, they think it's a useful tool to understand more about others. And I thought that was really interesting because yeah. I wouldn't have thought about it as a tool, but it it, it does relate to this, uh, to the research by um, Susanna Crockford and how um, people still use it, uh, even though they don't believe in it. Uh, people are still guiding themselves through, okay, yeah, this person is a Pisces yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, this alleged gossip was that like Pisces... Yeah. Uh, guys tend to be manipulative so and i feel like this is kind of like its advantage because if i were to say like oh what's your favorite dinosaur i'm gonna look like like literally your reaction <laughs> it, it, it doesn't have that seriousness but the zodiacs it's not serious enough for it to become like a sort of power source but rather it's, it's like it's got enough power to become a social tool to get to know people because it's very gossip it's very easy to spread you know Exactly. And in a way, it is very um, present amongst, amongst um, I don't know, like urban subcultures, maybe. To be fair, also, like the followers we have on Instagram are uh, mostly, I want to say, young university students. Um, there is some variation, but like, it's not a very representative sample yeah. of society, you know. So even if we have people telling us, like, yeah, I use it as a tool, that is a very, like, specific crowd that's using it as a tool yeah. to, um, you know. It's basically for the kids that have a bank account that are adults, but we just don't know how to do taxes. That's who we are. <laughs> very specific crowd indeed. But I think that also leads us to kind of last part of this episode, which is why is it so appealing to use astrology and why is it so present in our pop culture i know right <laughs> it's everywhere it's lich it's it's more prominent than an std at this point i want to think that's true i don't take anything from me i'm i'm <laughs> like the source of knowledge you don't need but you do need yeah but there is an, a study uh done on these uh it was written in 2018 so not the most recent considering that like astrology is very very recent um but after the new age which was like the 60s and 70s um astrology has been in the background for a long time so since the 60s and 70s um and there was an increase in interest among millennials and gen c um and there are actually five reasons why that's so first of all uh there's a very low barrier to enter this realm oh literally just google up your month be like oh birthday this and then you get zojack and it's like oh what's this it's pulling you in 
if you have an internet access, you can learn as much as you want about astrology, honestly. Um, well, that's just, that gives us like, yeah, this is the second point. Um, the amount of available information online, it's crazy. Oh, it's so fucking crazy. The amount of memes that I've been consuming on astrology is ridiculous. And you you always get those memes, you know, when it's like you don't find your zodiacs, you go look for the meme with your zodiac. That's what we mean. Like, you just get it. You find what you need for your person. I'm actually pretty lucky because Aries is the first sign. So mine is always the th- you know the cover of the post so i don't even need to go look for it it's like right there in front of me as a capricorn i must search for the last page of the <laughs> last published just for even on tiktok i swear the amount of times you see in the comments when there's no capricorn where's capricorn where's the capricorns at? And when we get it obviously it goes really well with the tiktok you know <laughs> gets the views you know um but yeah but just don't mess with capricorns because well we're apparently goldfish. Yeah, we found that out uh, two hours ago. Well, I, I didn't, but I just... Okay. I'm very knowledgeable, actually. This also, like, actually is, like, the third reason why it's so appealing, because this idea of stereotypes and symbols that are created with the Zodiac fits perfectly with memes. Meme culture in general, you just... You basically... I don't know if I can swear. I really swore, but... It's just taking the piss out of life in general, you know? Like, you're just taking life, stretching it like candy, and you just... That's why we also said before that um, a lot of people use the Zodiac, but they don't really they, they don't really take it seriously. Yeah. Um, I thought that was... Okay, I'm going to talk about this later, but um, we got some interesting results in the post on that kind of uh, topic. Um, and then these last two points... I think are really important also considering the pandemic. Yes. Uh, first of all, um, they could be used, uh, like, the Zodiac and, like, you know, identifying with a certain group so easily can be used as a coping mechanism in times of stress and times of uncertainty, which, if we know, if we learned anything in the past two years, it's, like, everything is uncertain. <laughs> everything, and everything's going to happen, you know? Like, we have COVID. We have COVID again. COVID evolved into a new Pokemon. And guess what? It's COVID again. So it's just COVID. Yeah, so without much uncertainty, it might also feel nice to be like, okay, at least I know that, you know... It creates stability. Gemini are two-faced. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't agree with said statement, but you can see me liking a bunch of posts bashing Gemini. There you go. And that brings us to the last point, which is that um, this kind of sun, sun sign astrology, which is this, like, as you say, like, washed down, popularized uh, yeah. version of astrology, fits perfectly with the online world. Because online is real, but it's also not real. And yeah. astrology fits that, like... To a niche. Yeah, like, it's, it's not so... real. It doesn't really feel true. But you can also take it seriously if yeah. you want to. Because you see in the sky, you're like, oh my god, like, I'm outside, not on my phone. But when you do see it, you know, like, I don't even know how the Capricorn looks like when it's in the sky. You know, I just know how it oh, looks like. I have no idea. I can't point, pinpoint any constellation in the sky. Sometimes I'm like, oh, is that, a, is that like a star? No, it's just a plane. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so who knows? Are they real? Are they fake? All that I know is that I'm a Capricorn. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and a last point I think that I think kind of ties everything together very nicely is the fact that we might be asking the wrong question with astrology. It's not whether people believe in astrology, but more if they uh, find it useful. Um, as we said, a lot of people find it like use it as a tool rather than believe in it and. Yeah. I saw that uh, in the post that I asked on my Instagram. I'm going to look it up right now because maybe more people answered. Let's see. Okay. uh, Around 30 people actually answered. Uh, 30% of them said that, yes, they uh, believe in astrology. 70% said they didn't. Scandalous. But what's interesting to me is that actually... From that same sample, 56% of people said they did feel identified with their zodiac sign. So that's like 20%, like, so 20% of these people, they don't believe in the zodiac sign, but actually more than 20, 26%, they don't believe in the zodiac sign, but they do feel identified with their own sign. So I think that speaks a lot about how we use it as a way of like, Maybe like categorizing ourselves or relating yeah. to others, but we don't necessarily believe that that's a th- like a real entity per se, you know. Exactly. Oh, funny story actually. So Anna, you want to talk about the time where you had to memorize someone's <laughs> zodiac sign? Yeah. So fun story. Um, when I wasn't, no, when I was going to a nightclub once, I had to. Uh, well, learned the information in my ID and I had to learn what my zodiac sign was because uh, bouncers would be asking that information for some reason. I think it was just to like um, catch people that don't know, uh, that didn't know their information properly. So it was probably not their real ID. Uh, So yeah, you can find the zodiac sign in a lot of places where you even like when you least expect it. Okay, another thing that I asked on my polls was um, you know, with this little like bar where you can choose, uh, like kind of like with emoji and everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I ask how much my followers, which are like fifty people, is not a lot of people anyway. Um, how much did they think they knew of astrology? Mm. And there are not numbers in the bar, but it is like most people think they know very little, which I thought yeah. was really interesting. Like I would say around like a in a scale of one to ten, it, it, like. The average was around a three. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask you, how much do you know about astrology? I just know that I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um, Capricorns are the best. And Pisces men apparently um, are manipulators. And I stand by that sentence. <laughs> but, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my knowledge doesn't go further than I'm an Aries. Actually, all of my signs are like fire signs, which I really don't um, Do identify with. with. Should I cook with it? I barely cook, so. Oh. <laughs> but he's very smart, you know. Very smart. They don't cook. Yeah. You're like, oh, they do it because you're confident. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but yes. Um, I think we have ranted enough about all of these. Ranted? <laughs> Just general knowledge. Uh. But what we can call a bit of knowledge or like these three takeaways we want you guys to like leave uh, this episode with would be first that astrology in pop culture 
Um, it's more of a tool that people use to um, kind of like create social cues, create social information. Exactly. Maybe like categorize people and just like use it more of a tool than anything else. Yeah. Another one is that the astrology that we're talking about today is star sign, uh, sun sign, sorry. So it's just basically just like the Capricorn, the Virgo, the Leo, the Gemini. Exactly. So it's not uh, the version that was like the original original version in which we would be making uh, complicated predictions based on the position of the stars. This is more like, okay, now you have your specific sign and that's like you know assigned to you uh, at the moment of your birth and um that's kind of it like we create an identity and a stereotype around it and the third point was about religion and how religiosity levels are not really decreasing we consider astrology more of like an online oh yeah an online presence yeah, this yeah, online yeah. culture. I guess it is a presence because yeah. it's everywhere online. It's it's more in the meme format than the religion format. Mm-hmm. Which is very criticized by the actual astrologers that yeah. are not doing meme astrology as we are. Well, but we are professionals in meme astrology, allegedly. Uh, on that question, on that, do you think that animals should have uh, astrology signs? Oh, absolutely. Pigs, give them human rights. Oink oink everywhere, you know. I actually agree. Go vegan, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm not vegan though. Um, sadly, I know, but you know. Okay. <laughs> men. <laughs> <laughs> this was the episode for this uh week. Um, week? Oh, it's weekly now. <laughs> no, it's not weekly. But this week, this is the only episode you're getting. Uh, I hope you're gonna listen to us next time. And follow us on Instagram for more information about the sources we use and other uh, cool stuff you can follow if you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And if you'd like to know how we look like, um, good luck. That, yeah. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Don't use Facebook, though. (laughs) Bye. Bye.